So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Well, good afternoon, good evening. This is J.D. Steed with 2131 Radio. I appreciate you tuning in to this episode. I know it's been a while since I've been on the air, recorded, and whatnot, but that's okay. Starting back up. I know I promised you guys I was going to record that any the big-ish Enneagram episode. I haven't gotten around to doing it. Life comes at you fast. Things come up that are more important than this. But I appreciate you tuning in today. And today we're going to cover something um, that I think has been out in the open. I think people understand it at this point. And I think it's a lot of the headlines are saying this. So this is really not new information. But they really just don't want to say this. So the information that I'm going to present to you today comes from... Our buddies, and I say that in a joking manner, the World Economic Forum. Now, if you tune into 2131, I am assuming that you know who the World Economic Forum is. So I'm not going to go into some big extemporaneous um, explanation of who these people are, what they do. You know, they meet yearly in Switzerland, big movers and shakers of the world. From all the way from big old companies, Fortune 500 companies, um, you know, some of these companies have bigger GDPs than some countries, all the way down to, you know, Hollywood stars like Bono and stuff. And what these people do, it, it's, it's another one of these think tank groups um, that come up with ideas for the world and, you know, just, you know, like, you know, G7 and... Bilderberg, Council on Foreign, you know, the whole spiel, the whole globalist agenda spiel. Anyway, what I did was, was I went ahead and became a member of their, and don't worry, I didn't cost any money. I wouldn't give any of these people a dime of my money, but I did give them my email to sign up for their website, little membership thing. I don't really know what it is. Anyway, you can access all these different Articles, like 250 articles that the World Economic Forum vets, and some of them they write themselves. And obviously, a lot of their the write-ups and the and the op-eds and the news articles are going to be from their sources that, that, you know, that they want you to hear. So none of this is going to be, you know, none of the articles that they list on the website are going to be critical towards them whatsoever in the, in the, the, the globalist model. So what I want to get into today is um, just the first section. They have like different little categories you can scroll through and go through. Um, the one I'm going to read to you right now is global governance. They have a bunch of other ones in the the realm of like, for instance, 5G. They have, um, you know, stuff like that, you know, digital currency and, you know, just global markets. And some of them are kind of boring, so I'm not going to read a lot of them and just, you know, you know, climate change, blah, blah, blah. And 
what I figured out is it just reading some of them is it really is just like a rallying cry of globalism, new world order, antichrist, beast, whatever you want to call it, beast system agenda rolled into one. And the the interesting, God, I need to quit using the word interesting. Such a, it just loses its meaning. Anyway, is that they're using, and I'm not going to say the buzzword because I don't want to get banned from all the podcast um, things for saying it. You know, all their algorithms and AI are sweeping it. You know, for people saying that they are giving, you know, bad medical advice or if you're having a conspiracy theory about it. So we'll just address it as the global crisis because we all know Twitter, Facebook, everything else, you know, you don't want to engage in wrong thing, wrong speak. So we'll just address it as the global crisis. All right, back to what I was talking about. In every one of these articles, they have to tie in the the word, the the virus um, to it. And, you know, we, we, you know, we keep on hearing the phrase, you know, the new normal, the new normal. Now, what is that? What does that exactly mean? What it what is really starting to look like at this point is that this was their catalyst for getting things going faster and faster. And you're seeing, you know, so many news articles and, you know, ideas from people that if you say that, you're a conspiracy theorist. The, you know, the... The two words you do not want to be called, you know, the typical, you know, you know the whole thing. I don't have to go over it. Tenfold hat people. So what is a conspiracy theory? All it is is a group of people um, accomplishing their means to an end, and they're conspiring together. It's gone, you know, on throughout history. In you know, it's such a pejorative nowadays. You 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 just think of all. Oh, aliens are you know ruling everything, you know, ruling the world, you know, space colonies on Mars, you know, stuff like that. And it's really it doesn't mean that. It's um, you know, if you just look at culture, look at the world, you know, there are most definitely powers at be, such as the World Economic Forum, that want to shift things into this system and and I would say shift it into it fast. So this is their summary from their global issue section on the World Economic Forum site. Anybody can look at it. It's not a white paper per se, but it is just um, their propaganda. Um, All right, verbatim from their site. Global governance is a means to manage issues that cut across national borders, whether it is a pandemic, financial crisis, or geoeconomic dispute. Though traditionally centered on diplomacy and international organizations, a wide variety of public and private sectors, excuse me, actors now engage in cross-border governance. And the work itself has expanded beyond treaty making to include formal and informal monitoring, enforcement and financing. Effective governance is essential to secure peaceful, healthy, and prosperous societies. Particularly now, amid the COVID-19 outbreak, well, I had to say it, hopefully we don't get banned, 
and widespread nationalist backlash against globalization. Let me repeat that last little phrase. Widespread nationalist backlash against globalization. So they basically just admitted that um, they are most definitely going to be using this, and you can already see it if you just go into a store, um, that the the changes that are that are going about, the draconian laws that are being passed, and this the overall chaos. So if you question this, you're a nationalist, you're a conspiracy theorist, and you are speaking out against the global community. You, um, you're not a global citizen. You're not a obedient little worker that um, isn't going along with the narrative. Now, we all know that there is a so much information coming out. False. So much false information. So much confusing information, so much information that's been changed from one thing to another, that's been changed back again, that's gone into a cocoon and blossomed and bloomed like a butterfly, and then we throw the butter, you know, it. you just don't even know what's going on anymore. That was a great analogy, wasn't it? Butterfly. Um, so what I was talking about. I mean, they basically admit that, hey, we're going to use this to further our means to accomplish our end, which is global governance. They even have a whole section, anti-globalism. This is in the same thing, uh, on the, the same section on the, on the World Economic Forum website. There we go. This is verbatim from their website. Nationalist backlash has made effective global governance more difficult and more necessary. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty powerful sentence and a pretty damning and telling thing of what is up. Now go ahead and remember that world the you know the World Economic Forum and the Rockefeller Rockefeller Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funded the event to a one thing that um, I think I discussed this on an episode. If not, I, I know I discussed it with Bishop Larry Gators. Great episode, by the way. That was the last episode, I think. Um, so these, you know, these are are giant, you know, think tanks, you know, foundations that that truly just want to accomplish, want to catapult us into this new normal. I think new normal is just a a phrase that the public can swallow way easier than, you know, the new world order, the global order, you know. You know, you can just be a new normal citizen now with your with your mask. Um I heard a preacher the other day said this was great. I love this. He said, you know, today it's a mask. Um tomorrow or 10 years from now, you know, wherever I don't think he really gave a time frame. It's a mark. You know, today it's a mass. Tomorrow it's a mark. And the world is just being primed for that. He's right. He's um, there's a guy named Spencer Smith on YouTube. Great. Um, he has a great channel. I'm going to go ahead and promote him here. It's it's good stuff. Good uh, 
Christian guy that is, um, you know, talks about this kind of same vein as 2131, his channel. Anyway, the we'll go ahead and, and um, continue this with, with the sentence or expound on the sentence I just said. You know, national backlash or nationalist backlash has made effective global governance more difficult and more necessary. So they knew that this was going to happen. The the backlash against the you know the lockdown and you know, and whatnot, and so now more than ever, global government is necessary. Straight from the words of the World Economic Forum, not a conspiracy theory. So anytime anybody you know says to you that you're being a, you know a conspiracy theorist because you're not reading Vox, you're not reading BuzzFeed, you're not reading CNN. You can just tell them, well, you know, I heard, you know, where you're read straight, because you can look this up too, um, straight from, you know, a giant global think tank that this was, we're using this for an agenda, a globalist agenda. So empirical evidence right here, straight from their mouth. So... That you know, this is one of the purposes of twenty one thirty one too. You know, I'm, I'm, I said I've never engaged in, in you know in conspiracy theory. I I like to deal with facts, um, and sometimes you know the facts are crazier than what you know anybody in a padded room can come up with. So that's where we are. Let's um let's go ahead and go on. The right. This is from their website this is not me the widespread resurgence of nationalist and populist politics has raised ser- has raised serious questions about the future viability of global governance this troubling trend tr- it's just so troubling to you know want to have sovereignty and you know not some horrible overreaching global garbage government is at least in part of a result of backlash against globalization against the economic and social dislocations it has created and and those for which it was unfairly blamed populist movements generally express skepticism of purse i can't even say this sentence without laughing populist movements generally express skepticism of perceived elites and profess to have faith in the wisdom of ordinary people i cannot make that up so they're they're calling themselves, you know, perceived elites. You know, never mind the fact that, you know, Bill Gates just bought like a fifty million dollar um mansion on the beach in I think California. But he just remember, guys, I, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little sassy today and, and whatever. He's just a perceived elite, and you're just an ordinary person, an ordinary nationalist that doesn't go along with this dumb antichrist system. Sorry, I'm I'm just kind of I'm fed up with it today. So sorry for the anger. Not angry, just it's just sad watching the public swallow all this garbage hook line and sinker. And then of course, you know, they have to call out Trump, you know, however you feel about him, I don't whatever politics. But um, you know, yet you, you have to admit that man is standing in the way, and thank God that he is standing in the way of a lot of this. 
because I, you know, I think I just read the other day that um, the U the U S did not um, want to engage in like some sort of UN global ceasefire, like some sort of I don't know what it was really creepy sounding. I know aired um, Emmanuel Macron came up with it, some global ceasefire, um, which just sounds you know just like something you know, the Antichrist would do, not saying he's the Antichrist, but that kind of talk, would, you know, what you you just hear daily. You're daily in the papers, you know, TV, whatever. So, but going on, moving on, um, you know, they just keep on going on and on about globalization. Let's see, let's go to this next section. Rising multipolarity as globalization has spurred higher levels of economic growth around the world. New countries have emerged as major powers in world politics. And then they just go on and say some of these countries aren't, basically some of these countries aren't adapting to our will and stuff. Which, which This is just terrible. The ways in which emerging powers engage with existing structures of global governance and the ways that established powers react to these changes will define world politics in the 21st century. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So in, in other words, it's, it's, you know, us versus them. So, you know, people that don't want a world order versus people that do. And you can see this this kind of rhetoric and action playing out just going to a store. Um, if you don't have a mask on, if you, you know, you are, you're not going along with it, you're endangering people. And that kind of attitude is going to transfer right on over to the, to the tribulation to where, you know, if you don't have a mark, you're not a good global citizen, you're not a good... Um, you're not part of it. And that's where the intent, you know, the, ultimately you'll be killed eventually for not having it, but you also will not be eternally separated from God. Um, you'll be chastised. And you can, you know, I've, I've seen videos of people attacking people without masks, like kicking them. It's, it's just unbelievable. So, yeah, this... Um, this is going places. This is going somewhere. Um, it it it's all about changing the attitude of the public, changing the attitude that hey, we we want them to be sucked into our our um, one world plan, and we want you to chastise those people that are against it. It's either you're a global citizen or get out. You versus us, us versus them. All because of a virus. Never would have, never would have thought that. As long as I've been, you know, looking at this stuff, reading the news and stuff, not even really researching, but reading, whatever, never thought that this would have been the catalyst to get us into the New World Order. 
aka the new normal. Another veneer, a sugar-coated veneer put over something that's actually really dark. But here we are, all by a little virus. I am excited for what the next year brings. But remember, guys, God's still on the throne. Jesus Christ is still on the throne. And he is the only, you know, the only way to cope during all this. I have no fear, you know, of all this. And I'm not trying to instill any fear, but I do record these episodes hoping that a person stumbles upon it and through it can see that, wow, Jesus Christ is real. The Bible's real. Book of Revelation's real. And I know that I say that at the end of every episode I make, but that's the only reason I do it. If you are listening to this, you're not listening to it by accident. I know I add a lot of my words to it and, Whatever I add is it is usually stupid, but I try to be be guided by the Holy Spirit, and I pray before each one of these episodes that um, it reaches someone. And I know it can be a little snarky on air, and that's fine. It comes out. That's just me. But um, there's a purpose behind this, and Jesus Christ has a a plan for your life, whoever's listening to this. And I'm, and I, I hope that, you know, unbelievers tune into this. You're not listening to this by accident. What you're seeing unfold in front of you in your very eyes was predicted 2,000 years ago by uh, the Apostle John on the island of Patmos, book of Revelation. This stuff's coming. It's happening. It's you know, it's it's not just coming. It's here. The precursor. Now, obviously, no man knows the day or the hour, but we know the season. We most definitely know the season because of what Jesus Christ told us in the Olivet Discourse, Matthew twenty-four, and also the other Gospels. He also in Luke, Luke twenty-one thirty-one, part of it too. That's. <laughs> That's what 2131 radio is named after, Luke 2131. So I think I've said that before. But anyway, guys, I will uh, actually might record another episode tonight. I don't know. So tune in tonight as well. So God bless you guys. I appreciate you tuning in. And um, don't be don't be worried about any of this garbage. Just, you know, accept Jesus Christ and you'll be raptured out of here before it gets really crazy during the seven-year tribulation. But, you know, I record a lot of these episodes hoping that people during the tribulation period can, some will, God will send them to it to, um, to listen as a guideline. Because who knows how long we'll be here. But God's going to be working. Don't forget he's going to be working now and, you know, even through the tribulation. Amen. So thank you guys for tuning in. God bless. 
and I will see you soon. Tuning out, 2131 Radio.